0: Hello my friends, Red here, and you are listening to Low Pressure Weather, Small Talk to Sleep to. My favorite small talk topic is the weather. Even if we're in the same location, I want to know what the weather is like for you. Is this... 50 degree day too cold for you? Have you seen any rad cloud formations lately? Tell me all of the things. It's May while I'm recording this and it's just now starting to warm up where I live. I'm not a fan of warm or humid weather It makes life quite difficult for me but many of my friends thrive in the summer months and their excitement for this change helps me endure One human's cloudy day is another human's perfect atmosphere for a nice shady frolic. I'm very serious about wanting to know what the weather is like for you. Send an email over to lowpressureweather at gmail.com if you'd like to share. Today, I've collected some historical accounts of weather and current forecasts for you to doze off to. I'll be your friend who talks you to sleep. And (laughs) I promise not to be so interesting as to keep you awake. If You've still not found your slumber after the reports. I'll guide you through an imagination journey so that you can get lost in the happy corners of your mind. Today where I'm sitting, it has been in the 50s. Perfect for open windows and a sweater. It was sunny this morning, but I see stratus clouds making their way over the horizon like a sheet of gray paper blocking out the sun. Stratus clouds are low, uniform, and horizontal. They are calming in their featureless nature. They can be white to dark gray, and today they are close to the hex code F2, F3, F4. I am crossing my fingers for thunder. Our first report today hails from Washington, D.C. This is from the May 5th, 1950 edition of the Evening Star. If you're curious, it happened to be a Friday. Fire hose tower hit by bolt of lightning during morning storm. Rain falls downtown, Maryland has hail, forecast is revised. An early morning storm which brought a double dawn to Washington routed firemen at number 31 engine company when lightning struck a hose tower. sharp lightning and thunder came out of low hanging clouds which darkened the skies again to a 5 a.m shade about 7 a.m showers sprayed parts of the metropolitan area rain pelted downtown washington even while the weather bureau was reporting by telephone that no rain was falling at the Washington National Airport. The storm tossed about it everything on the spring calendar. Hail fell in Brookmont, Maryland. And about 8.45 a.m., just in time to catch the late commuters, thunder, lightning, lightning, and heavier rain returned. plaster and bricks fly. The bolt which struck the hose tower of the engine company 4930 Connecticut Avenue Northwest at 7:15 a.m showered the immediate vicinity with plaster, bricks, and bits of wood. It also brought out engine companies 31, 20, and 28, number 12 truck company, number 2 rescue squad, and number five battalion chief. We were scared to death, Sergeant C.B. Hanna didn't mind admitting. It was one of the few times every fireman jumped up without hearing the bell ring. Actually, he said, we were more worried about our television aerial than the building. About the same time, a lightning bolt struck near 4311 Wyndham Place, Northwest, and called out number five engine company, number 14 truck company and battalion chief. Damage, however, was confined to a blown fuse, firemen fireman said. Weather Bureau crossed up. The storm crossed up the Weather Bureau's overnight forecast, which had called for mostly sunny weather. By early morning, the Bureau had changed the forecast For today to partly cloudy, warm, and humid with a high of about 80 after the morning showers. It will be much the same tonight with a low of 64 and much the same again tomorrow with scattered showers likely. Kabira said, "I am missing my friend in Cardiff today. Hey, Bree. Let's see what the weather has been like there. The sun rose at five twelve, and it will set at twenty one oh seven hours." The high is 72 degrees. What a absolutely perfect temperature. With a low of 55 degrees Fahrenheit I would argue an even more perfect temperature. In Celsius that's 22.2 degrees and 12.7 degrees respectively humidity hung at 57% and the wind was a breezy 9 miles per hour with all of that surprise weather in Washington D.C. on that Friday 1950, I wonder if there were any rainbow sightings. Wikipedia tells us that rainbows are an optical phenomenon that can occur under certain meteorological conditions. Rainbows are also considered to be a symbol of hope. The men of World War One's Rainbow Division believe them to be a portent of victory. Noah, while hanging out with those worldly beasts on the ark, saw a rainbow in the clouds and was reminded of God's covenant with his creation. Rambo's are also a symbol of pride for many including those in the LGTBQIA plus community. For many Gen Xers and millennials in the United States especially. Rainbows have been a safe place to start an adventure, captained by our hero, Mr. LeVar Burton. No matter your association, many of us feel the magic of rainbows well beyond the science. And if you are unwilling to see the magic because you are blinded by your own prejudice, Please kindly turn off my podcast. This isn't for you. I hope sleep doesn't come easy and both sides of your pillow are perpetually warm until you relocate your humanity. Scientifically speaking, rainbows occur when water droplets like rain or fog or mist and a light source are viewed from a low altitude angle. I just learned that you are more likely to see a rainbow in the western sky in the morning and the eastern sky in the evening due to the low altitude angle. Humans see the rainbow spectrum of color in our limited capacity in the ROY-G-BIV order. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Wikipedia also tells us that when light encounters a raindrop, part of the light is reflected and the remainder enters the raindrop. After that, um, a lot more science happens, and voila, you see a rainbow. There are more than one ways to rainbow we have our popular double rainbow where both a primary and secondary rainbow are visible if you need a dopamine hit I highly recommend googling double rainbow and revisiting those videos of excitement from Several years ago. There are twinned rainbows which are very rare and they occur when two rainbow arcs stem from the same base. Supernumerary rainbows occur when you can see one or several faintly colored bands bordering the violet edge of a rainbow. And moonbows, these are seen by moonlight. They're much rarer and dimmer than solar rainbows would argue they are much more magical too. If you want to share your favorite pictures of rainbows you've seen, I would love to take a peep. Send them over to Low Pressure Weather gmail dot com. And please donate to Wikipedia. Even if it's just five dollars a year. you should do it already. Now. Florida. used to not be terrified of rainbows I am sending wishes of skies full of color for our friends there this short note on rainbows and Predictive weather is from a Florida paper on August 18th, 1916 of the Platte Canoes and Advertiser. If you are still curious, this also happened to be a Friday. Rainbows. The time of day or the state of weather when a rainbow appears is believed to be by many people an indication of future weather conditions. According to an old rhyme, a rainbow in the morning warns the shepherds to be prepared for rain shortly. An evening rainbow points to fine weather the next day. Sailors believe that a rainbow in the wind is a sure sign of continued wet. If it comes in the opposite quarter, the rain will. Again, if in fair weather, a rainbow be seen, foul weather will speedily set in. But if the bow appear in foul weather, fair weather will be at hand. By that logic, the rainbows subjected to the current foul state of affairs will soon be warmed by fair weather. My Father and brother were sailors and the only saying I recall them sharing is Red Sky at night Sailors Delight Red Sky in Morning Sailors. Take warning. (laughs) Please, if you have any weather sayings or rhymes, send them my way. I would absolutely love to hear about them. The fair state of Iowa also seems to be experiencing an aversion to rainbows, but on May 23rd, 1919. The Daily Gate City and Constitution Democrat explores the story of rainbows and of hope. If you were curious, And I swear this is by pure happenstance It was A Friday It is a Monday while I'm recording this And it's a long way to the weekend i must be feeling it in my bones sign in the sky for Keokuk men the soldiers in the famous regiment recently welcomed home had an omen of victory given them. Rainbow scene at Chateau Thierry, Saint Michael, and the Argon Forest appears again at Centerville. The most thrilling thing in the welcome home of the men of the famous 168th Infantry was the double rainbow that appeared in the sky at Centerville just as the company was marching under the victory arch built there. The soldiers and populace stood spellbound at the site and every Keokuk men in the regiment read the press telegrams about it with a real thrill long ago in a letter from the front the statement was made that the rainbow has been to us a vision and an omen only equaled by the Jeanne d'Arc of France. There she is. The men don't talk about it much, but when the rainbow appears, you can hear a murmur go down the line. As we came over the last big hill, and started down the Rhine Valley we saw the rainbow and instantly you could hear the shout go down the line there she is And, well boys, we're here. The legend of the rainbow preceding the division that bore its name into battle probably will go down in history along with those other mysterious phenomenon that have influenced men in battle from the angels of Mons to the song-filled cloud above Salamis Occasional letters from France had brought references to the unfailing appearance of a brilliant rainbow. Just before the rainbow division of the American army went into battle, these letters sometimes fraught with something akin to awe, stated that the men of the Rainbow Division had come to regard the heavenly phenomenon as an auspicious omen, a portent of victory. Before every battle, Colonel Frank L. Travis, commander of the Kansas Ammunition Train which was included in the Rainbow Division, affirms these reports. Of the strange recurrence of the rainbow and the manner in which the men of the division came to regard it. Colonel Travis is now State Superintendent of Insurance in Kansas, having returned home after a physical breakdown caused by the strain of war. The rainbow appeared to us before virtually every engagement in which we participated, said Colonel Travis. At first, the men looked upon it as a rather remarkable coincidence. Then, they began to attach a more serious importance to it. Finally, at the close of war, it had become sort of a superstition yes something more than that a spiritual augury of victory it was early in the spring when we first noticed it the division had received a hard pounding in the Baccarat sector and was waiting an attack. The rainbow appeared and the attack failed. The rainbow at Chateau. Thierry. I shall always remember the rainbow that we saw the day we moved up into the Chateau Thierry fight. It was a wonderful sight, a great rainbow of extraordinary Beauty, and one end of it touched the earth not more than 200 yards away from us fairly bathing that spot in a very colored light it was the first time I ever had seen the fabled end of the rainbow. Well, everybody knows the outcome of the Chateau Thierry operations. Again, before Saint Michael, the first operation carried out solely by American troops we saw a magnificent rainbow by which we like Constantine were to conquer there could be no stopping the men of the 42nd. Sure sign of success when we went into the argon, the rainbow again Heralded victory for us, and we saw it over the Meuse and on the advance towards Sedan. Why, you could not have persuaded a lot of the men that it was not a supernatural omen of success they say that a fine rainbow dipped into the Rhine the day the boys went across into Germany I know For the rainbow every time that we were due to go into battle. And when the rainbow would appear, there would be remarks go up from the fellows that were going to win, for sure, was higher than man. They were a bit reverent toward it, too near the last, though some joked about it at first. A soldier gets to feel a sort of spiritual dependence when in battle. I don't know what it is, or particularly what causes it, but I know that men feel a little more inclined to look for signs and portents that are not really in character. Perhaps it is the strain and hardship, the pain and loss of sleep that makes the imagination rather feverish so that men see unusual meanings in things that otherwise would pass as mere coincidences and maybe there is something deeper, something supernatural to such things I don't profess to know, but a lot of those men who fought in the Rainbow Division are convinced by a something greater than man. Oh, Line Officer's Letter. In every successful attack that we have been in, I have seen a rainbow in the sky, says a line officer. The only time our division did not make its objective was in the first day's fight at Côte de Chateau. The next morning, the rainbow appeared and we smashed through the Klein Hill to Stalag with Iowa and Alabama troops in the lead. I saw the rainbow at Shampong at daybreak July 15th and they did not pass. I saw it again at the orc and the last day of July and there we finished the task. And the next day, we captured the positions that kept us from SISMES. I think you would find that faith in our omen in the hearts of every one of the few men and officers left to tell the tale. You know that I am not a believer in signs, usually, and in moments, but that one thing has done more to convince me that we were led by an unseen hand than any other thing Still awake, my friend. It appears that crossing my fingers for thunder was not in vain. I hope you are enjoying the sounds of the weather as much as I am. I do live out in the country so thunder is accompanied with the far off sounds of togs parking I hope it does not keep you awake since we're still here together let's drift off for a bit be sure to close your eyes or at least let them rest for a bit if you're not ready for sleep if it's difficult to clear your mind Focus on your breath and just listen to the words. You've come to a grassy hill to rest. It's Unseasonably warm, but not uncomfortable. You may hear thunder or rain, but it is far enough in the distance that you are safe and dry still able to listen to the soothing sounds of the magnificent weather around you. The sun is setting behind you. The warmth is not leaving the ground or the air around you. Warm like a blanket, keeping you comfortable and keeping you safe. Tomorrow will be cold again, but you've gotten just a taste of spring to help you endure the remaining winter. is soft and thick beneath you. The insects have not stirred. You notice one of them looks more like a sheep than a cloud. Having ears and all. You've heard that counting sheep is a remedy for restlessness and you notice several more sheep shaped clouds floating in your peripheral As the thunder grows on the horizon you remind yourself you are still safe and the rain is not coming for your spot on the hill tonight. You begin to count the sheep one by one as they pass through your view. One sheep, two sheep, three sheep. As you count, the clouds start to move as to jump over a fence, weightless and slow. The skies grown a bit darker as the sun behind you. Continues to set. Four sheep, five sheep, six sheep. There is a bright moon creeping up the horizon in front of you, illuminating the clouds as. Stars start to shine one by one. The sun is almost set. Seven sheep. Eight sheep. Nine sheep. Ten sheep stars sparkle and the sun dips below the horizon. The moon's light is shining enough to see the outline of the clouds blotting out the stars that lay beyond their shape. A very rare and Magical and dim moonbeam appears as a light fog rises up from the grass. The clouds pass over the moonbeam as you keep count of your sleepy sheep. Eleven sheep. 12 sheep. 13 sheep. 14 sheep. Your eyes have become heavier in your breath, slower And easier. You've dressed warmly enough, and you know it is a safe place to sleep on this hill. No one knows this hill exists, and you are happily resting alone but not lonely. You continue to count until you drift off. 15 sheep, 16 sheep, Seventeen sheep. Eighteen sheep. Nineteen sheep. Twenty sheep. Twenty-one sheep. 22 sheep 23 sheep 24 sheep 25 sheep 26 sheep, 27 sheep, 28 sheep, 29 sheep, 30, sheep. 31, sheep. 32, sheep. 33, sheep. 34, sheep, 35, sheep, 36, sheep, 37, sheep, Forty-one, forty-two sheep, 43 sheep, 44, 45. you've fallen asleep, friend. And if you haven't, I hope you've gotten some good rest. We'll catch up next time. And don't forget your sweater.